0: Alright, so brief recap. So the middle school, as we've been going through it, we've been talking about numbers and we're focusing on one number specifically. Anyone what number? Seven. Seven. What does seven mean? It's the number of completion. Number of completion. And so we're looking at the source of this. We see seven inside of here. So as we go through here, we started out looking at the seven days of creation. And that's that's the first mention of it in the Bible. We see the number seven inactive right here. So in, in day one, we saw the God created the light and he separated it from the darkness. That was the first day. So he established, um, evening and more and morning. So that's the first day. This is kind of a recap. And then he went through here and he separated the, um, um, well, what is it? Um, the heavens under firmament. So he divided it. There was water everywhere. And he put the firmament in between there. And so he got three different um, locations here. And that was on the second day. So there was the, there was a the firmament above from under the water and the firmament above the water. So the firmament's in between there. And that was on the second day. And then he said in the third day, let the waters um, under the heaven be gathered together in one place and let dry land appear. So the firmament isn't dry land. Firmament is a space between the waters above and water below. But now we get to, uh, the, we see the appearance of the water below. We see where land comes into. And God called this dry land what? Earth. earth. I mean, come on. We live on this planet, guys. And so it's in the Bible. So the earth was created on the third day. And so as we go forward here, um, with that, God started to put things in motion. He started creating, um, he brought forth grass um, inside of her, and herbs yielding seeds, and fruit trees yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. So the earth brought forth grass, and the herb yielding seed, and the tree yielding fruit. God saw that was good. And this was on the third day. So on the third day, he created grass, Herbs with seeds, and trees with fruit. That has come in their mind that that was created there, um, there, on um, there. So now we're gonna start here. We're gonna pick up in Genesis one. Let's go into uh, Genesis one fourteen. So open up your Bibles, Bibles, Genesis one. If you have some, Bryson, can, you need a Bible. And I want you guys to lay eyes on it. Again, don't take my word for it. Look at what the Bible says. That's why we read the Bible. So again, I want you guys to go through here. So we're going to start in verse 14. We'll kind of break it down. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be signs for, uh, let, let them be for signs and for season and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great um, lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. And God set the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And to rule over the day and over the night. And to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. All right, so we see that we start getting, yes? Is the lesser light the moon? Yes. And so if you think about that, a couple of different things, good question. He started setting things in here. So we use, you guys talk about constellations, gentlemen. That's your warning. He set, you know, signs. And we have seasons. We are in a season right now. We made a season change. We went from summer into fall or autumn. Here in, what is it, 51 days, it will be officially winter. That is another season that we're entering into. And then after that, it will be spring. So we have a continuous cycle. So we have our seasons. And we talk about having our seasons in life. So God set the seasons in order. Um, Also, he looks for signs. People are always looking for Signs. You know, you know, God revealed to me this. Kind of. And what he did here when we're talking about signs, he's looking for signs of the seasons. So if you ever looked up in the sky, like, I don't know if tonight would be a good night. I don't know how cloudy it is. I haven't paid attention to it. But if we were to go out there and look at the stars and look at the constellations, those constellations appear at different times of the year in different parts of the sky at different times of the night. That lets you know what kind of season we are in. And that's how they go through and and do that. And then we were also talking about um, the lights. And so it was mentioned there's two lights. There's the sun, S-U-N, which is also a picture of the sun, S-O-N. God is so bright, you you know, He'll blind you. Um, he can blind you of His holiness. <laughs> so the sun is a picture of Jesus Christ. So it makes sense that you see the word sun and sun, S-U-N and S-O-N, they're a picture and they're synonymous together um, inside of here. So that's the greater light to rule over the day. And then there's the lesser light, rule over the night. He, um, and that's the moon. So Jackson, that was a good question to ask about that. It was the moon. And the moon is a picture of the church as we get into study that a little bit more detail. So we don't rule all the sky, but we have a responsibility to present that light that is Christ to the world. So that's a picture. And God did that on the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that have life and fowl that may fly above the earth in open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters and the seas and let the fowl multiply in the earth in the evening and the morning or the fifth day. So we see more things going on here. So we've seen his God's creation. You know, he, he separated the water. He made earth. He provided on earth. He provided grass. He provided, um, herbs that yield seed and trees that bear fruit. He's provided the lights. That we can see every day, daylight and evening time. But now we see this one right here. You know, let the living let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that have life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in open firmament of heaven. So the birds have the rain of the sky of the fowls. And Brian and I actually, when we first met, and it was a good conversation, not we were debating, it was a there was a gentleman that she used to work with. And he used to always argue this with Brianna. And I I actually remember this because he tried to argue with me about it. I didn't know about this because I was a babe in Christ. But what came first, the chicken or the egg? The chicken. No, it was the egg. Chicken! It was the egg. Chicken! Are you just being obstinate and difficult? Because God made all the eggs. Exactly. We just read it. God created the fowl. He didn't create the eggs of the fowl, he created the fowl. Right, so what came first then Oliver? Chicken! Exactly, that's what we're talking about. Chickens are fowl. So if you ever have that question, what came, hey, bring it back down guys. Yeah. Chicken, egg, another chicken, and then delicious food. There is that, but we'll get to that in a minute, guys. Guys, bring it back. We haven't got to that part yet, so just keep in mind that he did create a cycle, just like he created the seasons and the time. Inside of there is a life cycle. So there's the fowl. but they are. And he says they're going to go through and multiply and replenish the earth, not replenish. or not replenish, but be fruitful and multiply. Excuse me and fill, multiply in the earth. So he created the fowl first. He created the fish of the seas, of the whale. Um, and every living creature, they came first. And then the offspring, if they're eggs or they new live birth, come next. And that's part of that cycle or the seasons of life. All right? I want you guys to say that. So that they come through on the fifth day. All right, so we're going to continue on here. So that was the, the fowls and the whales and the sea creatures. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was soul. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. God's creation is good. I want you guys to understand that. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he, him, male and female, created he, them. And God blessed them and and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and now it's replenish the earth. Subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree, and which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed, to you shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl in the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. And God said, Everything that... He made and behold was very good in the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God was busy on that sixth day. He created all the cattle as we go through here and creeping things. So that can mean a lot of different things. It can mean spiders. It can mean snakes. It can mean lizards. He already made chickens. He made fowls already. Yes, the man? He, we'll get to that. Yes, guys, bring it back, Oliver. So he made all this before the seventh day, yes. So this is the sixth day. So we see a pattern. He was building everything up. When you build something, um, and I'll use Legos as an example. I like Legos. I'm a grown man, but I still like Legos. <laughs> But when you build a Lego set, you start with a base right here. You start with a foundation and you start building out whatever you're building with Legos. You just slowly go through and you start adding other items. That's what God's doing here. He's adding his creation together. Yes, Hallie? I just thought that he maybe had a lot of that thing on a separate day than man, but if No, he did it. He did it all in the same day. I don't know the story. In a yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's why we're doing a review. And it's good to go back and look at things, because you, you get a different perspective um, as we go through here. So he created that, but he also created man. You know, so he created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said, Be fruitful. So he gave a commandment to Adam and Eve. Says multiply and replenish the earth. Subdue it. I want to even focus on that one. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God has given us a commandment, what we're supposed to be doing. And when He tells you to subdue it, He's saying take ownership of it. You are to take control of the situation. That's what a steward does as we go through here. We have to take control of it. You are to have dominion over the fish of the sea. The, you know, you watch Moana. You guys have seen the cartoon show Moana, the movie. Of- I know, but we don't need to go there. Yeah. I mean, not- not- All right, bring it back down. But Moana, they worshipped the sea. They didn't have dominion over the sea and the creatures in it. I was say, I remember- they didn't have that. It's- they didn't have control over it. They worshipped it, and that was the problem. That is part of it. They didn't have control over the fish of the sea or the fowl of the air. We are to have that in everything that moves upon the earth. We're commanded to take care of this. So you'll hear, and in this day and age, I know you guys have seen it on television. um, You you hear about dog, you know, animal shelters needing help. Um, You'll hear it in some instances where people will put animal before man. They'll put the needs of the animals before anyone else. And that's, that's not right. That's not how it's supposed to be. We need to take care of that. And then we, then we are supposed to take care of the animals after we take care of the people. God set things in order. And that's what we want to come through is we want to go through and look at this. God has set things in order. And we are to be responsible for it. And he's also given us the, you know, he's given you the herbs bearing the seed. And he's upon the face of all the earth, every tree in which the fruit is yielding seed to you, it shall be for me. We have a responsibility for those trees. We are to have dominion over it. We are to be responsible for it. He's given it to us. But we're not to put those items before man. We are to be in control of it. The trees are not control of us. You know, so we talk about, you've seen it in the um, items here, we hear about, the you hear about global warming day in and day out, right? You guys hear about that on the news? Do you talk about it in the science class at school? Global warming or anything like that? All right, all right. Guys, bring it back, bring it back. So, but one of the things that we hear about is we talk about worshiping Mother Earth, guys. I'm going to separate you two. This is your last warning. And so, um, we talk about people who will worship Mother Earth. They're saying, "Oh, the Earth is going to do this." They, you know, some of these other show these spiritual shows, spiritualism. They'll worship the Earth or some aspect of it and that's witchcraft That's and it's idolatry the Lord has set it forth that we're to have dominion over it we're to be responsible for it and we can see that it was set up here and this was done in six days and as you continue here we want to talk about the seventh day we want to see the completion of this so on the sixth day we talk about it there's a lot that happened in there um, again seven verses of what happened with God's creation but on the seventh day, it says, "Thus the heavens." So in um, Genesis two now, "Thus the heavens and the earth were finished in all the host of them." And on the seventh day, God ended His work which He had made, and He rested on the seventh day from all His work which He has made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because it is because that in it He had rested from all His work which God created and was made. All right. So we can see right there God went through. And on the seventh day, what did he do? What else did he do? Nothing. No, you're not listening. You didn't read it. He sanctified it. So even as he rested, he still sanctified it. He set it apart inside of here. So he blessed it and sanctified it because in it he had rested from all his work. So he did do something on the seventh day, even though he rested. So you can see a pattern here as we go through here. And then we're going to get into more of these. We're going to look at more patterns of seven. And when you think about the number seven, we want to see how it's complete. And that's what God did. He established the earth and everything that comes with it. He established creation and he rested on that seventh day. So he's saying, hey, it is complete. And that's why we start the week over again. Um, as a final note on that, a lot of people will ask about this. And again, I'm going to clarify it. We have things messed up in society today with our calendar. And you'll hear Pastor Brian. You'll hear other pastors. You'll hear us talk about it. Luke and I and other um, adults will talk about it. The first day of the week is Sunday. If you notice that, sun, S-U-N, the sun is there, it's prominent, it's present. That's why we call it the first day of the week. The world has it wrong, we call it the weekend. It is actually the week beginning. That's how we celebrate that. We start our week out by going to church on Sunday morning. So that's why we start on Sunday, talk about the sun and what he's done for us. So Sunday is the first day of the week. Now in the business world and the rest of the world that's lost, Monday's that first day of the week. They don't want to acknowledge God. They don't want to acknowledge that that is the beginning of the week. Even calendars say it. What? Even calendars say it. If you notice it, they do the shift, you're right. If you look at the calendars, they don't say it, they just, it's a physical representation. Oh yeah, it starts here. But when we talk about the weekend, we talk about Saturday and Sunday in the lost world. Did you have a question? Sunday, is That might be a good way to look at it. It's possible. I didn't think about it, but it could cuz man's trying to control it. Yes, Bryson. So, Guys. Would that basically also if i was lost uh, actually, my uh, week starting will be on Tuesday. is a three-day weekend. Is that uh, <laughs> okay? No. Um, uh, so that, that's, that's the other problem, guys. That, that leads into a problem that's in our society today. We are in the Laodicean era. We're going to talk about that. We're in the La- 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 Laodicea age. Laodicea means rights of the people. And we're seeing a lot of that right now in our time. Uh, People can pretend to be whoever they want to be. If a girl wants to be a guy, she can be a guy. If a guy wants to be a girl, they can be a girl. They're saying, that's my right. If you want to be an animal and use a cat box at school, (coughs) I'm not joking, guys. Are you serious? Guys, bring it back. No, I'm serious. What I'm talking about, all right, separate. Elias, sit in front. (laughs) Guys, move quickly. Thank you. So, we can talk about it. So, Laodicea is rights of the people. So, people are able to go through and define it. So, what Bryson is saying that is the mentality of people here going, well, my work week begins this. They're defining what their rights are. They're setting it forward. And that is one of the challenges we have right here in our society. But we want to come back to this. God sanctified the seventh day, Saturday. So when you talk to someone that is Jewish or they say, I observe the Sabbath, the Sabbath is technically the sixth day, or the seventh day, excuse me, which is going to be Saturday. Because the beginning of the week is on Sunday. So the Sabbath or the day of rest. And that's why the Jewish people, if you go through and look at that, the Jewish people observe Sabbath on Saturday. So if you work with someone or you run into someone and say, oh, I can't do anything because it's the Sabbath, most of the time there will be Jewish. Now there's exceptions to that. Seven-day Adventists observe a Sabbath as well. Yes, Bryson? So... It's kind of like what Jesus said about um, Monday. But like, if you think about it, when you rest, you're basically like sitting down, kind of like relaxing. And on Saturday, um, I'm just thinking stop. about like, You're thinking about the world. Just- and that's where we got to stop. So we have grace. And we're saved by grace. So we don't have to observe the Sabbath. But God did set in order. You do need to have a day of rest. You also got to give a day to the Lord and sanctify. It. You got to have it. You got to set it apart. You do need a day of rest inside there. You do need to have a day of focus unto the Lord and what He has given you. That is the purpose of the Sabbath inside of here. And then when we come together on Sunday morning, we're starting our week off. So the world has it wrong, and a lot of other religions have it wrong. The Sabbath is not Sunday. The Sabbath is a Saturday because the Sunday is the beginning of the week. And when we talk about it, guys, ladies back there, when we talk about the Lord and the resurrection that comes into that, that comes into how the days are counted. On the third day, He was risen. You know, He, you know, we talk about from a Friday to a Sunday where He was risen. So there's the three days. So we have that conversation. And how the Jewish people set the time it goes from evening to morning. That's how their day goes. So at sunset begins their day. So just something to kind of remember. God set things in order here and we can see that that order has been set and it's been completed with the number seven. All right. Any questions? No. no. You got questions, Juju? You look like you do. Just that. A nice and on the numbers. Yeah, and the numbers, and the other thing to remember, we're looking at numbers, we're not looking for some secret code. But what we're seeing is a repeat of something. And when you see a repeat of something in the Bible, it should come to mind, hey, this is very important. And we see seven a lot throughout the Bible, and that's what we're going through on this journey as we're seeing the number seven, all right, and so the number seven shows complete, and that's what God did on the seventh day, is He sanctified it and He blessed it. All right, if there's no other questions. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, and we'll be dismissed.